0: Hello and welcome to rick radio's community news desk episode 51 i'm mick Handley. later in the program we talk with writer michael harnett and director vinnie mccabe about their play the cloud spotter which will run all this week here at ringsend ariston community center as part of the centre's forget the stigma let's talk dementia and raise awareness week joining me on the community news Desk now is our esteemed manager here at, at ringsend ariston community center lorraine barry lorraine they are very welcome to the podcast once again and you've more great news for us a busy week indeed for you uh with uh, of course the play the cloud spotter uh running in the center uh, practically all week as well as uh, the opening of the new dementia cafe and the sensory uh, garden so uh, you must be delighted with all these things happening
1: Good morning Mick. Yes we're absolutely delighted. Um, It's February and we always like to bring a good news story to the community and new developments so we're delighted to be um, using this week to highlight uh, people living with dementia and uh, look at the supports available for their families and their carers.
0: Let's look at the play first the uh, cloud spotter and of course you've been talking uh, with Uh, Michael Harnett, the writer, and Vinnie McCabe, the director, uh, for a a number of months now, I think. So you must be absolutely thrilled that it's finally come to fruition. And again, a a fabulous play uh, about uh, a young schoolboy talking with his grandmother. And, of course, it's going on all week at different times in the centre.
1: Absolutely, Mick. And as I say, it's so appropriate uh, with what we're doing this week, Um, as I'd like to even uh, acknowledge that, you know, the arts are such a good way to tell a story about what's happening in real life. And yes, this play, I would highly recommend it. It's such a lovely, nice piece of work. Um, And it does, as you say, talk about the relationship between a grandmother and a grandchild and highlights uh, dementia, uh, touches on addiction, but it's full of uh, wit and crack. and typical of what happens in Dublin City.
0: Indeed and uh, we'll be talking with Michael and uh, Vinnie a little bit later on in the podcast uh, about the play and uh, all the people that are taking part in it but from the centre's perspective as well there's tickets available and uh,
1: when is the play on? Well, the play starts today, um, one o'clock, uh, Tuesday, one o'clock, Wednesday and Thursday evening at seven and then Friday again at one o'clock. Um, tickets are available at uh, the community centre in admin or you can contact the centre and we we'll reserve tickets for you at the door.
0: Lovely. And you're not just getting a play, you're also getting the film on some of the days as well. And you're also getting some music beforehand uh, with the lads, the pullovers, uh, Paul uh, and uh shay and uh paddy
1: yeah we're absolutely thrilled because i think everybody knows anyone that uh you know uh, does live with dementia music resonates with them so much and we're delighted that we have the three local lads here to lead us into the play and um, which will certainly uh, complement uh, the overall events
0: now i was told as well that uh, they have to play the rings and rows apparently and uh, i sent shay uh, a text there during the week i thought they had played it first when they were in before Christmas, but apparently not. But I believe they're hard at work uh, making sure that they'll have that ready for, for people. So it's it's going to be a wonderful kind of afternoon and evening, uh, whatever day people uh, go and see it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, you know, important as well to note that we're doing this in partnership with the Alzheimer's uh, Society. We're going to have a visit from the lovely um, Sheila Flinton, who starred in the Banshees, And, you know, we'll have, you know, information for people, signposts where they can go if they need further supports. Um, but we will be here um, and we'll be putting on a regular activity for people living with dementia, which we will advertise going forward.
0: Of course. And uh, to follow on from that, you have the Dementia Cafe opening this week as well, plus the Century Garden uh, out the back. Just give us a little bit of background into uh, both of them.
1: Yeah, well, the Dementia Cafe, um, as I say, that will be a a space that we will uh, provide for uh, older people to come in and do some, you know, recreation. And as I say, have signposts for people um, and their families living with uh, dementia. Um, And to complement that, we have beautiful Tranquility Sensory Garden out the back um, that is just a quiet space for people to sit and enjoy away from every busy day living.
0: Yeah, and the back, the back gardens here and also the allotments and it's, it's right beside the river, it is very tranquil in, in many ways and uh, important, I suppose, for people and, and their families, it has to be said as well, their carers, uh, to come down and have a little bit of space for themselves.
1: Yeah, well, like the gardens are open while the centre is open and people are very welcome uh, to come down and use them at any time and, and enjoy the space, you know. Um, and we're very, very proud of it because it was actually developed by, you know, our staff and um, volunteers that we'd help from the men's shed. And, uh, you know, one of our corporate partners, Meta, helped us uh, to develop that too. So we're very, very proud. Great collaboration by, you know, a number of uh, people there.
0: And of course, Dublin City Council involved uh, the southeast office. I think have have their fingerprints over and lots of things in the centre as well.
1: Absolutely, I mean, we couldn't we couldn't do a lot of what we do without the support from the southeast area uh, office um, with Ronan there in Dublin City Council. Um, no matter what we're doing, they're they're very supportive uh, to uh, with their help for the community.
0: Now it just doesn't stop this week, Lorraine. Uh, it's going to be a busy week, all right. But uh, you have other. Uh, fingers in the poise, as they say, coming up. We've got International Women's Day on the 8th of March and, of course, the May Day Parade uh, in May. But again, I'm sure you're getting all uh, the bits and pieces ready for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're doing our our planning at the moment and they'll be all advertised up on our social um, media platforms, our website, and also you pop into the centre. You can find out all about what's happening.
0: And uh, just to mention before we go, The song from the Docklands as well, of course, they were uh, in um, the studios there last week, in Windmill Studios, uh, with uh, the great Jerry Fish, and uh, I'm sure that went uh, very well. It was great to see so many young people uh, as well uh, involved in that.
1: Absolutely Mick I mean that is one of the prouder moments I have to say I mean the young people from the youth service actually wrote the song themselves uh, Ricky's from Raytown and it's got great again history and wit attached to it they performed in Wimbledon Lane and very professionally as I say with Gerry um, hope to go into Bordgosh now in May so tickets will be available for that but they're absolutely amazing young people.
0: For the moment the tickets are all about the play uh, the Cloud Spotter, which is on here uh, in the centre uh, this week. And uh, Lorraine, people can get tickets from reception?
1: They can get call into reception or they can send us a message and we'll reserve them at the door. Um, everybody's very welcome and I say highly recommend it, Mick, because it's a beautiful piece of art.
0: Brilliant. Uh, Lorraine, thanks a lot for joining us on, on the podcast and uh, we wish you every success for the play, uh, The Century Garden and, of course, The Dementia Cafe this week.
1: Thanks, Mick. Thanks a lot. Come and join us at our Retro Café. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the Community Centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights.
2: You're listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio.
0: Well, join us now on the Community News Desk are uh, Vinnie McCabe and uh, Michael J. Hartnett uh, from Dublin Region Torrent Theatre. And they will be putting on uh, the play Cloud Spotter here in uh, ringside Town Community Centre. Uh, this week and um, I suppose I'm going to start off with you Michael first of all because this is a play uh, to talk about dementia and raise awareness and I'm just kind of curious to know how he came about to write a play about this.
2: Well it's about dementia and it's about, uh, about a young lad, a young um, teenage lad and his relationship with his grandmother who has dementia and the idea for the play came about because uh, uh it was started off my wife was a teacher and uh, she went to a parent teacher meeting and when she came back uh she said i asked her how she got on and she said she said well it was great you know except that there weren't that many uh, parents turned up and i said why was that she said well she said a lot of them weren't around a lot of some of them were dead some of them were in prison and whatever and uh, uh that the people who did turn up were the grandparents and these were. This is a new phenomenon where where grandparents uh, in certain parts of Ireland and all over the world um, are, are now left with the job of raising their um, their grandchildren. So that issue and the issue then about dementia came about because uh, it is it is uh, my own brother-in-law is suffering from it at the moment, and it's it's uh, it's an illness that um, that a lot of people are not easily aware of and they're not prepared to talk about it it's it's almost like the silent illness in a sense that people kind of ignore it because people it seems to be a a more of a a disability that people just people may even be ashamed of that they can't forget they forget things and they forget where they to go places they forget about appointments they forget people's names they forget you know like in the play for example Mm. nan who's the main character she she leaves the kettle on the gas she lets the tapper on. She leaves the door open. She forgets where she puts things, you know, and that's um, and, and that's essentially uh, the plot, if you like. And uh, and the, the the story is how her life and the life of her our, of our grandson intertwines and and uh, and what goes on between them and the pressures that come from the family as there are pressures, you know, and uh, and. Uh, you know, it's been wonderfully put together by by. But we've got we're very very fortunate with the cast we have, and Vinny here with us uh, has done an amazing job in directing it, and he took the script and and essentially made it come alive, didn't you? <laughs>
0: yeah, Vinny, um I suppose it's say, and we must remember, it's forget the stigma as well. We're trying to get that uh, out there to people mm. that you know, people have, if they have dementia, that is, there's a stigma to it, and, yeah. and we know in life sometimes stigmas are uh the worst thing possible kind of thing absolutely
3: yeah. uh, a, a, a complete you know the, it, it's a killer the, the whole stigma aspect of, of lots of things but uh one of the one of the elements in the play uh which uh, kind of in a way undermines the the even the idea of stigma is is uh, the humor that's in it you know it's a very dublin play and it has a kind of a, a slightly old-fashioned feel to it to some degree. And so far, it's a in as it's a, it's a kind of set in, in in a council or you know a city council flat. Um, it's very real. Nan is a is a kind of an archetype, heroic uh, grandmother in the mould of Juno. You know, like uh, complete sacrifices her her and takes the risk in looking after the grandson. You know uh when when the rest of the family don't really want to know his mother ha- has died from uh, from a drugs situation and uh, the father wasn't around he was in prison and um, so she she took on the responsibility but she's full of fun. She loves her music. Sonny Knowles is our big hero. <laughs> and uh, she plays Sonny from Morning to Night. Happens drives <laughs> the young full of mad. But, but she's very witty,
2: very, very witty character. Vinny uh, would and nearly give you a bar of it now if you were interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care there of your cares, the, the and it, it. I, Sonny I, does. I don't yeah.
3: knock the microphone over, though. <laughs> <laughs> But, that wasn't
2: uh, in the fee bar, <laughs>
0: <anymore>.
3: <laughs> but i think that's uh, that's uh, one of the elements then that that kind of cha- counteracts that idea of the stigma in the play and i think that like we've had universally uh, positive responses from the audiences um some people are inconsolable afterwards because it's so heartfelt and it's very quite, quite an emotional experience the whole thing it's very subtly written uh, it, it kind of just layers on on, uh, gradually, slowly, in a totally natural way, reveal themselves in terms of the underlying feelings. Uh, And it's it's beautifully structured that way in terms of the writing, Um, but uh, um, it it sort of, you you forget, you know, the the whole issue of dementia kind of, just like the the disease itself, just in the play, Mm -hmm. it just subtly seeps in bit by bit, and then you realize, ah, that's what's going on here that's that's how it manifests it's so believable and every, everybody who and lots of people who, who know who've had uh, relations who have it um you know they've come up and they've said you covered everything you covered everything the, the 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 you know the fear around it the silence the not wanting to talk about it you know the embarrassment and the awkwardness um but it's also full of life full of humor full of reality um a great relationship between the young fellow and his grandmother you know so you know people have just been able to kind of identify with it in a very real immediate uh current kind of way you know yeah so i think we we, you know we put together a a very meaningful um sort of uh, uh presentation just offering that uh, invitation to 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 identify with uh, something that everybody is slightly aware of, but now is becoming much more, more, more sort of uh, yeah. prevalent in terms of well, the aging uh, um, you know population. Uh, the, the the disease itself is getting so kind of uh, widespread in terms of uh, and affecting the younger people as well. It's Absolutely, I was going you to
2: know? say that it's not yeah.
0: just older people, it's that's, younger that's
3: people right, too, are yeah, going the and other thing
2: you mentioned music, which is a very interesting thing, because there was a woman there uh, who came out of the audience and said that uh, she had a, her mother uh, was nonverbal; she didn't speak, and that she this woman found old records Jim Reeves records and she put them on the record player and her mother for the first time ever started to sing along with the records and as soon as the music was over she stopped and that, that's phenomenal the way that music can just you know tap into yeah. people's imagination or into their psyche you know.
0: Absolutely you yeah know? yeah. so that's why you brought in the as you say the Sonny Sunny because yeah. uh, the character in it Nan played by Deirdre Monaghan mm-hmm. uh, as well if she's
3: into Sonny now. That's right. And uh, like she's into Sonny and and it's kind of there at the beginning and it's there at the end. But I brought Sonny in in all the links, some of them just musical links. Sonny was a brilliant saxophone player. So I have a couple of links that are just Sonny's sax, uh, you know, just a, an appropriate mood piece that captures a, 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 a dramatically kind of you know, builds the, the, the tension within the dramatic structure of the piece, but subtly in there as well. So, yeah, Sonny, Sonny features right throughout the thing. I heard uh, just... Uh, was Michael, I think, might have heard it recently that um, uh, June Rogers was in at the show again for a second time uh, last, a couple of days ago, and she was saying that Sonny's wife, unfortunately, died just last weekend or the weekend before that. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, so that, that we felt... Affected by that because we've built such a, a relationship almost with Sonny's through Sonny's music now with, with yeah, him and, yeah. and his life, you know. Yeah, because he was universally loved
2: in Dublin, as a, as Absolutely. a you know, because of the one thing that people who do know him and people who have come to the show and people who have uh, actually worked with him have said that the the man was just an acknowledged gentleman. He was a complete gentleman. And uh, somebody went out and, you know, did his work and loved his audience, and they loved him. I mean, he had regular spots around the city in the cabaret, the old cabaret spots around the, uh, the, the city, and uh, he was just loved. June,
3: June Rogers, you know, worked with him. Sure. And he worked in, in the Christmas shows up in the Red Cow. Brenda, um, uh, who is playing Annie uh, in, in this, Brenda Brooks, uh, she works in those shows with uh, with June Rogers as well, uh, and knew Sonny very very well, you know. So she was the one who was kind of, which I didn't know when she when I was casting her that yeah, she did. Yeah. But she said the man was an absolute angel, absolutely so protective, so. Uh, um supportive of everything uh, uh, young talent etc but but really a gentleman you know one of the nicest people in the business that you could meet you know really so so all of that adds to the the texture of the of the uh experience
0: play as well the alzheimer's society of Ireland uh, are involved as well and michael from the writing point of view and you're doing your research do you collaborate with them
2: for well, we, or... we, we, what happened was that uh, they came on board after we had done the first draft, and then obviously we talked to people, people with the with the disease, and, and with, uh, with people who've uh, represented the organisation, and, and certainly the, the script has been modified um, and changed as a result of, of conversations with, with people who either represent those organisations, and um, and we were we in the. First, in the early stages, when we put it on first, we had people from there who came along and um, after the show, we had transition year students there at one stage and a mix of transition year students and older people mixing the the audience. And at the end of the show, um, we had these people along these representatives and they hosted a a question and answer situation from people. People asking questions about giving their own thoughts or their own feelings about their own experiences of Alzheimer's and asking questions. And these people were great they were they were absolutely magic with them because they gave people a certain understanding a certain reinforced them in their you know they supported them in terms of their efforts and what they were doing and um, it, it was great for the young people there because um though a lot of them don't say a lot at you know in situations like that you'd be amazed how, how well it goes in and then after the show they'll come up to you afterwards and, and talk to these people and say look well. Like one of the questions was, does anybody here in the audience, any of the young people, do you know anybody who suffers from Alzheimer's and slowly maybe people put up their hand and it would be, you know, a young girl or a young lad and say, yeah, my granny has it, you know, and how bad is it? Well, some days she knows me and some days she doesn't, you know, and this wonderful human story, you know, comes out through through this interchange with the Alzheimer's people who are just wonderful, the support they get, you know, the support they give. They need them a lot. They need a lot more support, well, you yeah. know, in terms of because this is this this uh, condition is uh, is is fairly widespread in our community, and it's about you know it's about opening up and being aware of it. Absolutely, know.
0: for the novels like me, Michael, do you write the play? Yes, and then do you hand it over? to yeah. Vinnie from well, we the have a direction point of yeah, view. Yeah,
2: we have what we call Vinnie and I worked together um, a long, long time ago, and uh, we worked with a company called red Rex, and uh, we put on a number of plays in dublin theater festival and that and then we came back together we hadn't seen one another for a while and then we came back together um about three or four years ago and we started to work together and the idea is i write the play and then i give it to vinnie vinnie looks at the play and says yeah yeah i like that or i don't like that or whatever and there is a kind of a, a fusion if you like and what he described as an artistic partnership and um and we haven't fa- we haven't fallen out yet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then it's left to you, Vinny, I suppose, to cast the the people. Yeah, it? For, for yeah, it, that's isn't right. It? Yeah, cast. I'm just interested, kind of, how you go about, kind yeah. of, um, how you go about that. Well,
3: I, I, basically, trawling through the agency, like everything's online now, so yeah. you go through you open up the agents' uh, um, uh, clients. Uh, you know it's broken down into male or female and then you have older and younger and all of that so basically you trawl through who you think might be and i know like i've been in the business all my life uh, you know Mm. uh, nearly 50 years so i know a lot of the actors especially particularly the older actors now when it came to the younger actors i didn't know any of them you know
0: we've Uh, a new lad andy howard is is playing uh he's going to be uh um, he's playing Thomas playing Thomas and Andy, the, like, the grandson
3: yeah, Andy, yeah. Andy um, Callum who, Maxwell who was playing brilliantly playing the, the, the part of Thomas right through up to last week th- to this week yeah um, <clears throat> so Callum had to finish because he's got to prepare a new show for him, his own show which is going into Beaulieu's Cafe Theatre in two weeks time so he had to kind of bow out for the last week of our run in Beaulieu's uh, Theatre Uh, And so I had to, um, so I said to him, okay, um, but you're going to have to replace yourself. You're going to have to get somebody who who you recommend. Now, I wouldn't, I I wasn't held to that. But when he introduced Andy and we did a reading with him, he he was excellent. Absolutely excellent. So I spent working with Andy for the last couple of weeks and he went on on Monday, which is extremely difficult to do, to take over from somebody else and keep the momentum of a successful show going. That's important, you know, because it's really very successful, this show. Um, and he's doing an amazing job. He's absolutely fabulous. And we're getting the same comments about him as we were getting about Callum. Oh, Where my he's, God, yeah, he's going yeah, to, yeah. you have to watch him. He's a star in the making and all this type of comment, you know, yeah. he's a terrific actor, absolutely terrific. I, I must say the quality of the younger actors coming out of the training schools now is superb. They're absolutely terrific. They've They've They have this um, real solid uh, uh, commitment to what they're doing technically Mm. uh, and professionally. It's a great it's a great development. You know, uh, it's not like the old days where it's kind of hit and miss or you're coming through the amateur stakes. These are people who want to do a particular thing. And uh, I suppose it's a sign, too, that that that's a, the theatre industry, for want of a, well, not for want of a better word, but the theatre industry is somewhat established a lot more now in the last, we'd say, 30, 40 years than it would have been up to that, where you just had two big main theatres and a kind of a tradition more than anything yeah, uh, in, yeah. in terms of, you know. um, But, you know, Andy's wonderful, absolutely wonderful young actor and well worth coming along to see, you know
0: yeah now this uh, interview goes out on monday the 13th today monday the 13th of uh, oh, february. february and of mm. course your first show is going to be on in an hour's time and you're here all week uh, as well some evenings wednesday and thursday evenings at seven uh, today at one uh, tuesday at one o'clock and then friday At 1 o'clock Yeah,
3: The plan during the week is that the the, the play is the spine of the the week's activities. But during that week, the centre here is launching a sensory garden. That's right. uh, As part of the the complex, uh, which will be uh, launched by Josefa Madigan, the the, uh, um, TD minister. minister. And uh, so that's part of it. We're doing the play on the Monday and Tuesday at 1 o'clock and on the Friday at 1 o'clock and Wednesday and Thursday at 7. on the the days we're not doing the play say on the Monday and the Tuesday night we're going to show The Noble Call the film of the last play we did so we're showing that at 7 o'clock in the evening uh, um, on the Monday and Tuesday and on the Friday night so we're kind of so we're bringing the play and the film in In together yeah because both of them relate to ageing to yeah oh you know, mm. to dealing with aging to deal with heritage and legacy issues for uh, one generation onto another, you know, so it's kind of like the fields that we're operating in
2: is the relationship between the older and the younger generation yeah Vinny might be too modest to say it, but he is the star of the noble call the film there yeah man he was shown in the i f i recently and uh, uh, Really went down very, very well, you know. So that's Vinnie McCabe, and background Brilliant stuff, and, 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 City, etc., and, and, etc. And,
0: and et as well as the the pullovers. The lads are going to do a few songs I think that before. That's right. We we n- normally well. have um, yeah. say
3: pre show music for yeah. uh, for twenty minutes before the show. It started. with just a, you know recorded pre show music. So this is going to be live pre show music with the pullover. So we're really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, of course we had Shay, Paddy, and Paul in just before Christmas on our. Great Christmas community news desk, or whatever to play a few tunes, right? For us, so uh, I'm sure that'll go down uh, well. You we'll uh, have to get to... them
2: to play my "Rings and Rose," which was one of Sonny's great favorites.
0: Well, I'm sure they will. In fact, yeah. I'm trying to figure out did they play it before Christmas when they were in. I only oh, heard uh, this
2: yesterday or the day before. It was it was June Rogers who said it to me. Uh, she said that um, you're going to Rings End, and she said you have to make sure that whoever's doing the, the, pre-ma, the pre-show music, whether it's recorded or whether it's live, that they play The Rings by, and Roads because Sonny apparently loved that song.
0: Very good. Yeah, apparently
3: we'll, it's his favourite song. We'd we have to
0: pass it on to Shane and the lads yeah. anyway to make sure they do it. But I'm looking as well. It's five euro win. Very, mm. very, very reasonable. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, well, we, we've tried as much as we can to keep our prices down to be very accessible, so part of what we're doing as a company, like the Dublin Region Touring Theatre Company, uh, is that we want to to kind of um, sort of in a way uh, just bypass to some extent the traditional sort of routes into theatre and to you know to go to people rather than having them to come. A lot of people don't go to theatre, you know, because it's yeah. it's regarded as maybe a particular type of thing. But you know we you know we know that it's not that, but we also feel that it's only fair that people who may not un- not have a relationship with theatre that they, they get a, a 50-50 chance of people coming to them to open the door to experience theatre because there is nothing like the live experience, whether it be music, theatre or anything else. Yeah. It's yeah. that live event, and it brings people out, brings them out it brings them out into a, a collective experience and sharing a moment, you know. So very important, I think. So yeah, that's it. So Fiverr, you know, we try as much as possible to to cut our prices to the minimum, in terms of what, what, what we just just make sure we cover our costs so i know the
0: tickets are going reasonably well because i saw people coming in the other day for them uh, yeah. to get them and that which is great and of course cloud spotter you know it's been very successful uh, up to this as well so for people who haven't seen it you know great opportunity to yeah we've, we've, had, some we've had
3: rave reviews from all the leading papers uh our, our reviewers really really positive and i have to say deirdre has been um, kind of uh, outstanding, but she's been commented on by a lot of the reviewers that this is a performance of a lifetime from from Deirdre Monaghan Monahan. It's a, they call her mesmerising,
0: mesmerising, <laughs> mesmerising. Haven't heard that one. It's yeah. really amazing, but mesmerising. Mesmerising, really really good, really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, with it, uh, Michael, Vinnie, the best of luck with it. Um, the play is on uh today one o'clock no, not if,
3: today no, no yeah oh yes if you can get
0: sir. in at one o'clock today and then we're here uh tuesday tomorrow the 14th of february uh, at one o'clock wednesday the 15th and thursday the 16th of february at 7 p.m and then friday the 17th uh, at one o'clock and of course uh, an opportunity to see the the film, the film as uh, well, as well
3: on, on the alternative days, alternative you know?
0: days yeah. uh, as well. So um, good luck with it, and thanks uh, very much. Um, the best look for the future as well. I'm sure you have plenty more on the pipeline. More There's a lot more on the, the pipe. pipeline. Yeah. But listen, thanks yeah.
2: for having us because it's delighted to to uh, stroll across the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks very You're much. You're welcome. Wind much in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> <And> what's left <laughs> of <it>? us. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank
1: you.
0: If you are looking for tickets for the play, please contact us here at the community centre. That's all from the Community news this week. My thanks to Dylan, Rowan on sound and editing, to Leslie on admin, Jennifer on social media and Darren on the website. And if you would like to contact us, our email address is rickradio2020 at gmail.com. From me Mick, take care and have a great week.